Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Salmon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Fellas, we are celebrating the uh, unofficial first day of the NFL season as a Hall of Fame game kicks off tonight in all different cities in the United States. This is how we did it. We said we'd spread out and we'd spread the word, right, Check, You were in the um, uh, 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 hilly mountains of Tennessee right now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm off in uh, exotic East Tennessee representing mm-hmm. the Vols of the SEC. Right. Martin is in Bama, obviously the powerhouse of our most powerful conference. Mm-hmm. And then you're in Idaho. I'm That's in Idaho. the new SEC, right? They're letting Idaho <laughs> in this year. If I, I think so. I've been trying to keep tabs on what's going on with college football, and I think that's what I read. I'm not positive. The Idaho potatoes are now yeah. the SEC. The vandals, I think. Martin, you're vandals. looking good. You're, um, Martin's wearing a suit, which is not required, especially um, – I mean, it's uh, what's the opposite of casual Friday here? But <laughs> looking good, tan suit. Look, I mean, it happens what once every year or so that I have to wear a suit for like three days in a row. So I try to do it big when I when I do do it, you know. Okay. But I do right. have to say, me wearing the suit, Dave, you're having a great hair day today. Am I? Wow. Uh, thank you, thank you. I got off a flight and everything, and this you is actually how our shack. Sometimes the water's different. Sometimes it does it. I I'm not going to test it here. I'm wearing my um loser cowboy cap here. But yeah, maybe uh maybe the water treats you right there, Shaq. Huh. So that, that hat says Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Yeah, How many does. Cowboys do you think comes <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, Martin's What feels better? Suit. What feels yeah. better, fellas? Because just before we got going here, Marty was saying, because he's in his uh, his uh, beige suit appropriate for the season. I hope the indictment goes his way, by the way. I'm ro- I don't know if the, how the others are. Rooting for, <laughs> that's what he yes. that's. Those are the three big days he was referencing, <laughs> yes, obviously. Exactly. Right. His, yeah. his annual date uh, with destiny, <laughs> with the with the man in court. Um, yeah. The. Um, uh, the uh, what's better though to walk it when it's sweltering, sweltering heat, and then you walk into the nice cool air conditioning, or when it's frigid out and you get into the nice warmth of home. What would you? You can only experience one. What, mm. Which do you choose? They're both nice. Martin, I'll obviously. let you go first because I have some recent experience with this. Go ahead. Give me the heat. Even though I'm, I lost like four pounds walking outside today in Birmingham, mm. Alabama. Give me the heat a hundred percent. I. Cause now it's over. I have a jacket on right now. Cause it's that's how cold it is inside. If I was, if it was no, I can't stand. I hate being cold so much really? more than being hot. And everybody's like, yeah. you can always layer up. Well, no, no, you can't. You, you, I layer to the point where I have no clothes left in the closet. And I'm still shivering. No, give me the hot. Interesting. I, I think I agree with Martin. I think hmm. I've changed my mind over the years because we're here in Idaho and we're here with the family. When I say the family and the extended family and there's horseback riding and there's, you know, um, there's white water rafting and all this stuff. And I don't want to do uh, any of it except I have uh, agreed to do these what they're calling cold plunges. The whole family made sweatshirts, cold right. plunge crew and everything. And basically this river, the Snake River, what, where um, Evil Knievel fell many years ago, Shaq, sure. probably almost 50 years ago now. Um, you, you jump in. 
and you freeze, it's 50 degrees, and you stay in for three minutes, and you get out, and you're rejuvenated. You feel like you're high. Um, I did not experience the same sensation that everybody else did. I just, I, I thought I was going to die. My heart was beating very uh, rapidly for the next three hours. So uh, if that's what getting high is like, uh, uh, color me sober. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't know um, what that what that <laughs> feels like. But the, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get this. Who... This is group think that somebody mm. punished themselves like this and then they felt like an and so then mm. they convinced their friend to try it and then yeah. he felt like an and so it goes, right? No, there's no way that this is valuable, uh, that this is a valuable part or an improvement on the human experience, right? Why would anybody decide that this was the a good idea plunge? Make oh, this yeah. a part of your daily routine to torture no, yourself. You have to. It's like having kids, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I have kids. You'll love it. Meanwhile, it's, it's <laughs> terrible. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody jump in. The, no, the thank pool. you. Uh, listen, we're going to talk football, I promise, and baseball and everything else in a, in a second. But let's give Caesar some love. And then football is back in the form of the Hall of Fame game. We'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words. Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app. It's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.ma.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. Hall of Fame game tonight. Browns and Jets. Zach Wilson. Kellen Mond. We did it. We're here. Jets minus two. 33 and a half is the over under. Our buddy Ben Falks points out the Jets head coach Robert Sala. Six and oh straight up and five and one against the spread in the preseason as coach of the Jets. Check. I've seen polls out there. Is this a, a good opportunity to get an edge or a good opportunity to um, announce that you're a hopeless degenerate betting preseason games? 
Go jump in a cold uh, pool or whatever the hell you're doing instead of betting on this. Come on, oh, come there's on. Be- there's more to do with life than 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 make wagering actual dollars on a completely in a, but you understand both sides involved mm-hmm. in this couldn't give less of a crap. All they hope is that their relevant guys don't get hurt. And you're going to put Salas, your actual n- numbers, money on this? Uh, that indicate otherwise. Robert Sala cares about this, Martin. Listen, we know the Ravens care, Shaq. They, they're entering this preseason right. 23 straight. Well, all we bet on is is uh, is accumulated data, right? Martin, the Ravens don't play this week, but 26-5 and five against the spread, 28-3 and three outright over the last 31. I'm betting it because I have to watch it, and it's the first game. It's kind of like a ceremonial, right? I'm going to watch it, obviously, for the well, record. How do you watch it without betting it? That might be worse, watching this game without having uh, any money on it. <laughs> out there. I think you should. If, if you're going to watch all four quarters of this thing, you probably should invest in it, right? Like, why not? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Dave, I know you always like to call these a Civil War reenactments, but we have an interesting turnaround here. A guy who was a starting quarterback last year is going to start in the Hall of Fame game. Interesting. Yeah. Generally, we would never see something like that. Goes to show you just how bad Zach Wilson is. <laughs> it it yeah. is fascinating because as the starter of the game, it's it's a relatively big spot for him. Big drop from where he was a year ago, but a pretty big spot where he better do something or else. I mean, uh, obviously, Jets fans have turned against him. Witness that they uh-huh. got a new a new troubled uh, QB to replace him. But did. really, if Zach Wilson stinks here, then what, what do you do from here on out? Like, we're going to keep bringing him along. It's year, year seven. I mean, if we can't make it against the Ham and Agers in this one. By the way, here's my bet. Uh-huh. Over a half that it comes up that this is a rematch of the first Monday night football game ever. Do you oh, agree or no? Uh, yeah, Does that yeah. get you mentioned? To, you have to lay uh, gigantic odds for that, right? Is it on the same? Ne- I don't even know. Is it on ABC? They would have to, yeah, especially if that's the case. Or is it ESPN? I'm not even sure what network it's on. P- find out, uh, Babyface, where where people could watch us. Um, if it's on ESPN, then certainly, right? Like they I have to invoke <laughs> their own history and yes. play the song like 50s years ago. Yeah, This is what sure. happened. That might actually even be why they paired these teams. Who knows? But uh, one thing's... Yeah, looking at NBC here, so there will probably uh, be no mention of Monday uh, Night okay. Football. Yeah, maybe they won't. Uh, Wilson versus Mond, as I mentioned. Check at least, please admit we have not reached backup quarterback saturation. Can you give <laughs> okay, me that? I'll give you that. Okay, all right, thanks. Uh, it did get me thinking. We haven't discussed this, have we? We do every year, but not this year. Which NFL backup quarterback, as you as scour the uh, rosters, will have the most wins this season? Now, <clears throat> last year. This might be a trick question because Pickett, your guy, Shaq, you'll have, you'll have to make make the decision here. He had seven. Should he be considered a backup? Because I look back at depth charts from this point last year, and it was Trubisky was starting on one, and Pickett was mm-hmm. the backup. Even though we knew Pickett was, you know, they, they were hoping for that. Uh, does he does he get the nod there with seven wins, or was he the starter? It does have to count, obviously, because I don't know how you work your way around it. But okay. yes, obviously, the the it's not in the spirit of what you're asking. You're asking who is best set up should the franchise go down, who can kind of still right. survive. Nick Foles, basically, is what we're talking about here. Nick Foles, 2017 or whatever year that was that mm-hmm. he took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what you're asking. So who's the best backup going? Well, let me just go. Yeah, go over last go year. So pick it is seven if you count that. And we will. Purdy had six. Uh, Andy Dalton, there you go, Martin. He had six. Uh, Cooper Rush had four. 
I feel like he could have had 12, but uh, he had four. <laughs> Ty Huntley had three. So going into this year, I think Colt McCoy has to be the favorite, even though that team is not expected to win many games. But he is a backup who is starting, right, Martin? So you go, you shoot first. Who do you like? I'm going to go with the guy I'm surprised didn't crack the list that you just ran off, uh, Mike White. Yeah, I think he might have had two or three. Might right? be. I only had two or three wins last year, but uh, seems like you know it, that team in Miami should is pretty good, you know. And two, as uh, we know, you know, he may not make it all the year, might not make right. it the whole season. That's why you go get a guy like Mike White who can play four games. You don't feel like you're going to just completely, you know, have to sell everything. I'm going to go with Mike White and okay. uh, Jameis Winston, honorable mention. All right. Yeah. So you, he's up there. Yeah, for sure. Jacoby uh, Brissett is up there. Right. Um, I think that's your answer. Purdy. That's who you're going with. Brissett. You don't yeah. definitely don't want it to be Mike White. You're fully invested in these uh, in these Miami Dolphins. Well, that's right. I, it is weird. Mike White, man. He's one of those guys. He's borderline getting to be Scott Mitchell for, mm-hmm. you know, what has Mike White done that everybody just like, oh, Mike White, shit, they're in good shape. That was a great uh, yeah. great get by the Dolphins in the offseason with Tua's fragile health. Boy, they're all set with Mike White. Like, I'm not sure about him. Jacoby Brissett has done it now in several NFL stops. This mm-hmm. is a this is a great fail safe. I kind of like, I'm buying the hype around um, from, what was it, a year and a half ago now where some high-end draft analysts were saying Sam Howell is the best of the bunch mm-hmm. available among those QBs, you know, flawed as the collective group was, that people were saying, Sam Howell, remember, two and a half years ago, people were wild about how good Sam Howell was sure. going to be. Now he gets his chance. And by the way, I'm not ready to say it now. I don't even know what the team's going to be called by the time we kick this thing off for real. I kind of like the commies as a as as a as a interesting play to do what? in that NFC East to win the division. That's a slap in Spaghetti's yep. face because I could just laugh and it yours, off as a and yours. Yeah, no, but but Spaghetti that, that the commies uh, leapfrog the Giants is a, a especially um, insulting. Well, they're going to jump your team too by what I just said. If uh, if that, if that comes the division, to pass. huh? Wow, that that defense is so unknown. I mean, they wouldn't even um, they wouldn't <laughs> even uh, renew Chase Young. I don't know. I don't know about that team. I, I like big year for Chase Young coming up. Um, maybe the coach to get fired first. I think is a better bet than that. Oh, on that team. come on, sure. Oh, come hey. on. They're going to fire Ron Rivera. No. Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about a guy. You, you want to talk about a guy who's never really got it done. Like go, mm-hmm. I would go look at Ron Rivera's win loss records over the last few years. Right. Like, yeah, ten wins would be a would be his best season ever. Yes, I think if you're what uh, are you talking about, he was he was uh, the, the coach of uh, Cam Newton in fifteen and one. Right, but I'm saying okay. So if you don't have Cam Newton, who is the best player on that team by a mile, and one of the best players in the NFL at that point in time, like. Outside of that, you know, he hasn't really won anything since. That's why I'm not trying to knock him. No, I'm just saying sure. he's like he's an eight-win guy. He, I think, if you're, um, you know, if you're eight or nine months removed from a life-threatening disease, I think you they they're looking to they're looking to cut you. They're not. There's not that much sympathy there. So, <laughs> well, but I, I, I didn't mean to lean into the Washington whatevers. Ooh, yeah, good new name. I like that Washington whatevers. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, the Washington indicted. I don't know. Well, we got to figure that out. Um, the, um, 
I, you know, Eric Bieniemy. There's been very little buzz. All these training camp stories right. about how this guy made a catch and this projects for him to be a hundred catch guy and getting over your skis about all that. But what about the fundamental change that they've made there and bringing Bieniemy is if he's mm-hmm. the real deal, which we don't know, and that's why he had to move to DC away from Casey. But if right. he's the real deal. I don't know. Sam Howell is a kind of an unknown, but a highly talented kid as of a year and a half ago, who a lot of teams thought were considering is there the skill positions. The defense is loaded up. The question I mean, is just the need, offensive you line. Need there. Three playoff teams to regress and your quarterback is Sam Howell. Well, the in Eagles the, aren't going to the division. Eagles ain't repeating that record last year. I, mean, I didn't mean, mean to jump right. in on the NFC okay. impromptu. I want <laughs> you to do your homework, but when you're ready to have the conversation, Dave's here and ready to run. All right, we will. L- right now, let me let me pick some. You know, Gardner Minshew is an interesting choice for most. Um, oh, that's a great one, yeah. Because that's with the Richardson uncertainty, maybe he's not ready in that junk AFC South schedule. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you one right now. I heard you guys talking about it on minus three, and uh, a year ago. I was the one who said Russell Wilson would fail this year in Denver. Hmm. Maybe I didn't believe in Hackett as, as much as uh, I was condemning you Wilson. You did. You did. And I, and I, right. I did like him. You're right. I stand This corrected. year, uh, listen, I'm right three times a year. I got to do a lap um, when, when it so happens. So, uh, That's how many times I'm wearing a suit. There you go. <laughs> right. It's the same thing. Uh, I like the Broncos this year. I don't like them mm-hmm. to win the division necessarily. I think they're a playoff team, but – is this crazy to say that it could be Jared Stidham that leads him? They gave him a lot of money as a backup. You don't see two-year, $10 million deals anymore for backups. I think that's sending a message. I don't want to say, you know, Coach Payton has uh, Wilson on a short leash, but he's got him on a short leash. I think he's going to be doing, you know, high knees on a bus back to back to Denver uh, alone uh, if he doesn't get it going early on. So Jared Stidham is someone you should look to, Shaq. I think this, well, I, that's a fine call. I don't love Stidham. I mean, well, see, I just well, think their defense is going to be good. It's the, yeah. the deal we're holding a 16 right now. You know, I think their defense is always top 10. They get some uh, good pieces back. And uh, they had a good defense decent. last year. Yeah, they did. I mean, wasn't there the stat where had they scored 19 points, they would have had like nine wins or something? If they had scored 19 points in every something game. Something along the lines. Like their yeah. offense was scoring like 17 total points a yeah. game. It was right, ridiculous. Right, right. But yeah. to your point, you know, uh, I, there's anything I remember about Sean Payton in New Orleans. He's not about to have much of a long leash for, you know, BS. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, you had that whole thing with him coming out talking to Nat Hackett and so on. And so, I mean, really, that's really just – I mean, he's he's pumping up Russell Wilson and saying it's everybody else's fault. By week four, if this thing isn't looking good, I'd be – I would not be surprised one bit to see Jared Stedham out there. Yeah, there you go. All right, you, guys, you guys, you guys. So, I, I mean, maybe I, uh, what, what do I know about what Sean Payton's disagreement and maybe he's trying to talk himself and the Broncos fans into something that a lot of um, evaluators said a year ago. I mean, during the season, people are saying, like, it's just gone for Russell Wilson. Like, he just hmm. doesn't have the 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 twitch that he used to that he used to have. And it's gone. And without that, he's he's just a guy. Um, but still, they, they would bench Russ. For Jared Stidham, money plays, as they say. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to imagine, like, <laughs> well, A-Russ, the, the, the $10 million, million dollars, it's October the, 1st. 
that's what jumped out to me, the money, the $10 million. Right. Uh, you know, not that he's the best option as a bad. I mean, Gardner Minshew might have been a better backup choice, but um, they believe in him somewhat. Now, Shaq, back to your team. I know you don't like talking about your team. No. But every day there's a new highlight of George Pickens and Joey Porter um, just slamming each other in the oh, oversized helmets. Oh, God. It's exciting, isn't it? Don't watch it, though. Don't, but don't put any faith in what you're seeing there. Well. Have faith in what you knew last month. What you're seeing here is great. Don't get hurt. That's what I want. Hey, guys, make all your dynamite catches and push each other. Just nobody get hurt. Play nice until the season starts, please. Well, I say it a different way. I don't think these two can coexist, and they're going to have to get rid of one. And so if it's up to you, I, I would like to see a highlight where Pickens isn't pushing off. He seems to push oh, off I mean, every single play. Oh, every come play. on. It's, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible the amount of pushing off he's doing. If I was Joy Porter Jr., I'd have to talk yeah. to somebody about this because y'all putting out – all this bad tape of me on the internet. Right. Don't play. Exactly. He's not pushing look. off. If you are yes, in contact is. with him, what's he supposed to do? Run with his arms at his sides. He I has to know. have, he has to have his arms up to fend off another human being. And now if he extends his arm, that's another matter. Listen, I've it's seen it. a couple Shaq, and this is why Joey Porter's getting upset. He's like, what are there different rules? I came from college. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but he's, he ends up like eight yards downfield on his uh, because of these pushes. You almost did it, you old mixer. You almost sucked me into a conversation <laughs> about George Pickens not pushing off and getting angry about it in, in uh, practice against his teammate. I'm not going to do it. Not buying. Right. Go sell that crap somewhere else. Okay. All right. Uh, I got Martin. one thing to sell. I yeah. know this. Talking about training camp videos. Mm -hmm. I know I was all over the Falcons last year. This year? I liked them a lot to begin with. I love the draft of B. John Robinson. Every single clip from Falcons training camp is a terrible throw. Yeah, I know it's it a is. terrible throw. And it's like, who is throwing the ball? And right. it's, uh, I'm concerned. I'll just say yeah. that. I'm concerned. I think it's I your like New the, Orleans Saints or the Carolina Panthers. I'll say you, Sal. I mean, we have a month to figure it out, but I, I'm, I think it's down to those two for me. I think the Saints, I don't want to over, I don't really want to overthink it. I don't love that coach, really, but me they have either. the best That's quarterback, the, the most established quarterback in the division. And uh, hopefully Michael Thomas will be uh, inspired by DeMar Hamlin and actually uh, <laughs> play this year, walk, walk on the field. Get some reps in there. Yeah, I just think uh, they're better. It's weird because I was going over, like, which teams have the best best shot of going last to first, and the Jets are in the conversation. And for me, I like the Browns probably way too much this year. But if you look at that NFC South, Martin, <laughs> if you weren't the Bucks, all three teams, other teams were 7-10. and 10. So you can make a worst to first case for – I forgot how competitive that division was, even though everybody wanted nobody from that division to make the playoffs. So Yeah, it was – yeah, you had the P.J. Walker throw against right. Atlanta that forever changed. Uh, where is he on the backup quarterback list, I wonder? Yeah. But uh, I wonder where he is now. But, yeah, that was – but, Eddie, to the point of Carolina last year, Eddie made a good point in the chat. It really should be whoever doesn't start for the Buccaneers in week one will be the backup quarterback with the most wins. Mm -hmm. And it's just wondering if that's going to be Baker Mayfield or not. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, but is either guy that you put in going to win a bunch of games that the other guy wouldn't have won? That's a, that's the problem. Like, they're going to stink, I think. Right. Although, now all of a sudden, see, here we go now. The last two weeks, there's buzz about, hey, people are sleeping on the Bucks, And I think some of it has to do with Carlton Davis uh, shooting his mouth off. Like, people think we're not, we're going to stink. We're going to stun some people. Mm -hmm. This is the rhetoric that goes on in 32 different training camps and some people buy. I don't buy the Bucks. They're going to be bad. This is a down year for them. 
It's fun though. Your your worst to first bet because it happens every single year. Where right. which team will be the most heavily bet to do that? Do you well, think? it it might be the Jets. I mean, every, I, a lot of I, I think a lot of people are picking them to win the, the division. Yeah, I would think sure. it would be the Jets, right? The weird thing about Tampa Bay is, um, yeah, we're writing them off, but in terms of teams like this, they probably have more named players that we could rattle off than any other. You know, they still have they still have like Evans and Gage and and Mayfield and uh, you know the secondary's decent, Levante David, right? I, I feel like a, there's a lot of different names, but we're, we're convinced they're not going to be able to put it together without okay, here's, uh, here's the things 12. to look at instead of the, the and I agree <laughs> with you that you can get distracted by a lot of those kind of things. Well, maybe that's kind of good. And well, over there, I mean, look at those pass catchers and everything. Mm-hmm. Look at their QB, look at their offensive line. Did you see the greatest of all time? How terrible right. he was last year against that O-line, behind that O-line. You think bank's going to get it right this year? Right. No, come on. They tra- that Settle down draft. everybody. Oh no, that's a defensive tackle they got from Pitt, right? That was their yeah, first pick. Yeah, yeah they, didn't really, they, didn't really, uh, they didn't really pick up uh, O line help too much. All right, uh, wow, this is good, Martin. Dan Campbell, coach of uh, the Lions. I like this Dan Campbell. I like him on Hard Knocks. I kind of like uh, his spirit. <clears throat> and now I don't know. Now I just think he's a, a lunatic. He wanted an actual lion. He requested on the sideline for regular season <laughs> games for, for his, the Detroit Lions at home. The NFL said no. Lions fans. You know, I, I don't know. They finally have a reason to attend these games. And now if Dan Campbell has his way, they have to worry about getting mauled in the uh, in the stadium. <laughs> is this is this the right decision? I mean, obviously, the Bears could count it with a bear. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think this is, I mean, this is a good call. I grew up watching Mike the Tiger roaming sidelines at LSU. You know, mm-hmm. so I, big cats in football don't seem to – I don't have a big issue with it. I would Now, the thing about the Lion, though, I don't know if you noticed, but Lions sleep 22 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, like, what's he going to do there besides just lay around? At least Mike the Tiger, uh, when I was around, he was the fifth version of Mike the Tiger. He'd get up in his cage, walk around, go back and forth, right. give you a little growl here and there. Lions is going to sleep. And, hell, depending on what the Lions do this season, maybe uh, they won't wake him up either. They should make yeah. a song about the lions sleeping. Yeah, no, I I think no. Typically, they sleep in their habitat, but is it uh, in front of seventy thousand fans yeah, screaming you would think, sporadically? Right. If they have two or three good hours a day, you would think that would be it. That and would be it. They're yeah. playing music and all that. Dan yeah. Campbell tripping over him and everything. That would probably cause. That's the best uh, 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 in a uh, out of like the two thousand great jokes in Naked Gun. The mm-hmm. funniest thing might be when they're showing the highlights, like from this week in baseball, kind of thing on the big right. screen up in Angel <laughs> Stadium. Yeah. When the uh, when the was it a tiger or a lion comes out and mauls the guy? When he I think it was a lion. The second, I think base. it was a lion. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was fake news. That was maulings would be good. Like, it'd be good. Like maybe you know, really like, hey, this is the big moment for you in your career. Like you could accentuate that. Like if you yeah. fail, we're sending the lion out to get you. I like if that. You- yeah. If you were to take all the mascots of the teams mm-hmm. and like make them into real life, right? So you have lions, bears, cowboys. Who do you think would win? Because I think lions have to be favorited in a fight. At least, oh, yeah, like you're crazy. Like, you don't think a lion would beat a giant, for example? I, I think no. so. I'm first of all, Marty. I've been I I have covered this. <laughs> to an absurd degree. I'm a grown man who has spent way too many hours debating exactly this subject. 
the big question on the table with this with this 32 mascot fight is mm. is a saint going to behave himself like a saint because he's the one imbued with the magic powers. He's the oh, okay. one who he, he yeah. can strike you down if he wants to. It's just a matter of if that goes against his That's creed. your team, Martin. Yeah, you should know right. that. <clears throat> and yeah. the giant obviously would stomp any creature. I mean, if we assume that the giant is in fact giant, there's no elephant to contend with. Like, it would make quick work of a line. You'd step on him and that would be the end of the story. Well, but and then by you, have the way, to, you have to think about where it is too because a seahawk can be pesky in the ocean, right? As, as well as a dolphin where these other <clears throat> entities can't compete, I think. The dolphin's not going to, has nothing to do with this. First of all, if you drag him out of the sea, he's about as useful as Aquaman. That's what I'm saying. Say not at all. It depends he's in the it sea. Is. Fine. Yeah. Okay. But here, the other thing is, too, Martin, a lion is not going to do well. A lion. Then. Martin yeah. did not think this through. You did not think this through, Fred, because, of course, a lot of the human ones have guns. A cowboy takes out a six shooter. Goodbye, lion. Oh, that's true. Oh, so no. I went again. America's no. mascot. America's I mascot. Look. If you pull out a Colt 45, how many shots does it take to put down a lion? I feel like it's Two. not just one. Two or three, and by my experience. Oh, yeah. I don't know. How do I know how many? Two or what's three. How's it take? How many does it take to kill a lion? I don't know. How big are they? How how heavy are Baby they? Babyface, look, look into that too, uh, while you're at it with that. How many, how many it takes to uh kill a lion? By well, the way, PJ Walker is the Bears uh backup um huh. this year. So also, ahead, according Bill. according to Wikipedia, the Titans are regarded to be as equally gigantic in stature as the that's Giants. So, that's the that's the one. the The Saint and the Titan. Thank you. I'm glad, uh, Joel. I, I was just looking to make sure I wasn't leaving anyone out. Yeah, the Titan is a is a god. He's a demigod to be specific. He's not to be conflated with Zeus, but he's a tick below that and above humanity. So, of course, yeah. A Titan has the magic powers of the Greek gods on his side. He would win, too. The other big X factor is what are we going to say a charger is? If he's the charger that I have plugged into the wall over here, he's ineffectual. But Mm -hmm. if it's lightning bolts and all of that, okay. Also, a jet. What kind of jet are we talking about? Like an F seventeen or whatever? What the hell's wrong with you? For is Tom this? Cruise? Is Tom Cruise behind the wheel? Like you. is Mav doing that? Uh, he might win. Yeah, I think I, I think the jet <laughs> would be able to take down your lion, king that of the jungle. Sucks. Good luck, not the king of the the runway. Look what he's blow done. you up. Cardinal comes in last. Is uh, is all I yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> that is my take. That's yeah, it. yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Yeah, don't do that, Dan Campbell. We don't need a lion on the sideline. Uh, very unpredictable. Uh, the NFL is considering alternatives to the kickoff, including the XFL model, <clears throat> which is, you know, currently the NFL kicks off from the 35. The XFL kicks off from their own 30, but everybody else is on the opponent's receiving team's 35. So there's very little space. They want very little space between, the, they don't want any collisions, right? So only the kicker and the returner are right there on the 30, and everybody can go after the returner, but only from like five yards. I I don't like any of this. Just keep it. I know we got to cut down on concussions, but eventually they're just going to be hugging each other all the way down the field. Right. Check this. uh, Don't need to be right next to each other on the kickoff. I guess this is a pretty curmudgeonly thought out of me too. I agree that, you know, it's kind of like when you watch those old QB competitions, you know, when they like have different events, like throw the ball at the thing, the the moving target and all that. It's like, Okay, those are little events to test individual skill. Like, let's not turn the football game into that. That's how it Mm -hmm. feels. It's like, you got to like, we're going to impose graphically what the area is to catch 
area and like all it's like it's too much it's i i i get what you're going for it's admirable but this is this is too far it doesn't make it's it it's, it doesn't feel like a part of the game to me it feels like a gimmick i guess you'd have to be done with onside kicks martin then if this were the case right that's what i'm saying though but the, the kickoff rules now onside kicks are damn near impossible to recover yeah. like it's taking a whole yeah. angle away from the game like so right. I think that if you are able to, like, I don't know what it'll look like in practice, but if in theory this is going to increase the ability for teams to be able to onside kick just like 5%, mm-hmm. I would be for it. Because now, it, it to me, it lost one of the most exciting, we lost one of the most exciting plays is what the onside kick, you know, in terms of that. It, it never happens anymore unless, what was it, the Cowboys and the Falcons, that watermelon spin kick that took forever. Like, unless you got something like that going on, like, it's really hard to recover an onside kick these days. Well, I completely agree. It stinks, Martin, that that's out of there. And I, you know, anything that can reduce the mm -hmm. danger for the players. But like Sal says, it's a collision sport. So obviously guys are going to get hurt. And I think it's like they look at the percentages, the percentage of time that on onside kick a player gets hurt is higher than in other plays but the pushback on that is how many onside kicks is any team doing right. in a given year so okay i'm not being cavalier about like hey guy got hurt in in that like okay it was one of your three onside kicks all year you know yeah or we'll do away with slot receivers going over the middle i'm sure that's the number yeah, right. one right well what do you what, and it is, is martin's is right it is one of the most. Well, I love doing that. Like block punt to me is made scooped and scored is maybe the most exciting. But when mm. you need an onside kick to get recovered and it happens, that's one of the most exciting things in uh, in football. And the kickoff is is just it's cool, right? Like uh, for the yeah. Super Bowl, you see fifty thousand flashes going off on the kickoff. What time is kickoff? Whoa, we're we gonna make it in time for kickoff. Like if this is the kickoff. Then who cares? Like, yeah, are we gonna make it for kickoff? Like, oh, doesn't matter. Uh, let's make it for the next play. The kickoff is boring. So um, I don't know. It mm-hmm. just kind of kicks things off. The kickoff. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> well said. Pack twelve and shambles. Check. Um, not completely finalized yet. Looks like though Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah are gonna join the Big Twelve. And then there was another rumor that the Big Ten is gonna gobble up Washington, Oregon, FSU, and Clemson. So the ACC is next. What a disaster. What a freaking disaster. I don't know who you blame, the commissioner. There's a lot of dumb commissioners out there. Maybe there should be a reality show for the PGA versus Pac-12, dumbest, most inept commissioner, but um, I don't like it. I don't know what the answer is, but they, they are all scattering here. Yeah, it ain't good uh, for, I mean, because of the uncertainty of next year, as soon as next year or 2025, mm-hmm. it seems like it's the furthest out that it's just like all these schedules. What's going to happen with, I mean, they... As you know, they predetermined the college football slate, you know, four right. years, six years in advance. So does right. that all get blown up? I don't know about that. I guess that's not really my concern. It's it's the quality of the, you know, the season upcoming here or or the season two years away. And what I've read that I guess kind of makes sense is that it'll ultimately be two conferences. It'll well, just it absorb like everybody. Teams. It seems like it's going to be about 20 teams. Right. Because you can't. Well, I mean, any, but, but I mean, you know, what's going to happen to, obviously I'm concerned about uh pit as a, for instance, like what, what's mm-hmm. going to happen Boston college and Syracuse, like what those schools are not irrelevant in the big <laughs> conversation. Conference. About, yeah. They're big, East you know, teams. but, yeah. but then they're like, but they're not, but then what they, what they want ideally is they want metropolis 
mm-hmm. big, you know, alumni, uh, the, the standards that they want for TV ratings and everything that would leave out some of the teams I just mentioned there. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Just, uh, this is why the, the teams will always win when it's a player who's like, I'm going to hold out and be like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. fan favorites. Like, Hey, spoiler alert, superstar. The fans will eventually lean on the side of the team because that's the known entity. You are being disloyal. So I think that's when when guys hold out as a friend, people turn against those guys. Ultimately, college football, I'm I I I think the uncertainty makes me scoochy. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like, I, am I supposed to be excited about this year? Does it have any relevance in history now? Like, because it's about. It's like, or is it the last dance basically for college football this year? And then we. I don't no, know. I mean, no uh, GD idea what's going to be. Yeah, but one thing you could rely on is rivalries, right? So let's hear from a fan, Martin. Do you okay with Michigan playing FSU in a big game in October? I mean, as opposed to, you know, the Purdue's or the Indiana's, no, all due respect, Dave, but like, sure, why not? Like, we'll see you in Chrysler come January. Look, once, once like the Big 12 lost, like once that all fell apart, Texas and Oklahoma left. After that, I was just like, I'm out. All right, do whatever the hell you want to do. Because clearly, the thing that I grew up knowing and loving and the, with the Big Ten and the SEC and all this, Missouri's in the SEC. What are we talking about? Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's all like the, the I get it. It's, and it's a, it's a, harking back to older times. Like, I missed, like, the SEC when it meant more, quote unquote. And ironically enough, I'm actually at the SEC headquarters, I believe, because oh, there's wow. a big sign outside that says, it just means more. As mm-hmm. you sit there and look at, you know, Arkansas and Missouri in the SEC, it's like leave me out of this. But it, so ultimately, give me the best games. Hopefully that works out. I just can't. Um, with the amount of high school talent that is in California mm-hmm. by itself, it's incredible that the Pac-12 can't like just Keep exist in this yeah. way. I like just, you could just recruit California, mm-hmm. and you would be you would win ten games. Like it's crazy. Is there any benefit spaghetti for a team like Oregon? I know nobody's Notre Dame, but could a team like Oregon, who is not committed yet, say, you know what, we're just going to make a gigantic TV deal. We're going to be independent, much like Notre Dame, and we're going to make it work like that. And we'll have a good schedule, even though, as Sheck said, it's predetermined years in advance. But would an Oregon be able to figure that out? Well, I, I, I would. I'll go I, ahead. I thought Sal was asking me. I was, I was asking Spaghetti, Sheck. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say Spaghetti. Please, the floor is yours. Say as a uh, as a Notre Dame fan, this is my favorite my favorite year in college football because I could finally say, like, why don't you guys join a conference? I could actually throw that back at people's faces. But, I mean, you <laughs> need to. The thing is with Notre Dame, and it, it, this is not a, a brag. It's just the facts that, like, they have the richest TV deal, and they just re-signed with Under Armour for the richest uh, apparel deal. So it's like, unless the school could – Cause somehow match the monstrosity yeah. that Notre Dame is. I'm not sure if that's even uh, worth well, it. But Oregon's like, got the Nike stuff, uh, but, yeah. but you're right. I don't think they could negotiate. Uh, we get the Fox 3:30 slot every week. Like I don't think it could be like that. It is weird though. That your point though, Sal. Your question. I mean, I grew up and and pined for those days too. Still, when it was the mm-hmm. the Northeast was ba- everybody was independent and it basically served as a conference because that's who you played every year: Syracuse, right. BC, Pitt. Penn State, Notre Dame, West Virginia, Temple, Rutgers. It was a conference essentially, but without all the stuff. But like to your point, does would uh, w- what is the virtue for USC 
to your point. Why, why USC is an independent, obviously could make could right. strike a deal as valuable as they Notre Dame's, right? So what what is the downside to doing that? That's the kind of stuff about high finance sure. that I don't understand. That I te- I learn I I, I uh, lean on you to. Well, if one at the very least, they say, why are we in the same sentence as UCLA at this point? You know, in terms of teams that are going over, like we we better we're not really reaping a benefit. um, You know, more than uh, UCLA. Um, Another college story. This is what kind of college? This is interesting. Sony Michelle Martin retired. That's not that big news, but um, he retired this week. He and Stetson Bennett, third round, fifth round pick for the Rams. Which round? Fifth, I I believe. Fifth. Uh, he and Stetson Bennett were drafted in the first round. Sorry, that means Sony Michelle, who was drafted in the first round, played for four different NFL teams and won two Super Bowls and then retired, all while Stetson Bennett was still in college, and they were on the same team at Georgia. That's <laughs> pretty spectacular. That's four insane. teams. That's, I mean, and now that, well, I was like a kid, and I saw Brandon Whedon playing college football at 26. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't register that how much older he was than everybody else. Yeah. But now having gone through college as an adult, it's like Stetson. Like how you weren't bored at Georgia five years in, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> six years in. Like you said, Sonny Michelle had an entire NFL career and he stayed for his senior season. Imagine yeah. if he had left his junior year. Yeah. Shaq, is it worth it? We say backup quarterback is a cush position. You know, you hold a clipboard, you make, you know, somewhat, you can get millions of dollars. I just said uh, two years for 10 for uh, Stidham. But is it worth the harassing you're going to get if you're Stetson Bennett? Everyone calling him old man when he won't even step on the field. And uh, if he does step on the field and doesn't adjust to it, they're like, oh, you're 33 years old. What kind of head start do you need? Before you, uh, you write the ship here. Well, the bad. What's great? I mean, Matthew Stafford. First of all, there there were recent rumors that came out that they tried to deal him. They just want to, mm-hmm. you know, clear the books and I guess take a run at the local kid, Caleb Williams, which would make some sense. Right. It's also it's also dirty, as I keep saying. The L.A. Rams of 2021 are pro football's version of the Florida Marlins buying those two World Series titles. It's a disgrace, and it didn't work for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams. I mean, they're they're no more popular today than they were two years ago. But imagine if they would have traded Stafford or Stafford's injury prone as it is. Stetson Bennett. Sure. I, 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 think about that. Even when he was winning the title, there still wasn't buzz like Stetson Bennett might make it in the NFL. Imagine if we see Stetson Bennett at, at his uh, advanced age out there playing for the L.A. Rams this year. That'll be quite a sight, and that'll be your worst team, well, even yeah. worse than the Arizona Cardinals. How about looking at it this way? You know, yeah, Stafford's got this potentially debilitating back injury. If it if it shakes out that he can't go or whatever, Geno Smith in a, in a division that was not long ago touted as the greatest in football and one of the greats of all time, Geno Smith could be far and away the most established quarterback in that division. Mm. Colt McCoy, who else are we looking at? You know, Brock Purdy's in there. All right, you might have liked him last year, but do it again, plus the arm injury. And uh, and like I said, <laughs> Stetson Bennett for the Rams. Isn't that amazing how it turned around? And You could see Geno Smith v. Sam Darnold in one of the great rivalries of the 21st century going head-to-head mm. in big spots, no less. I mean, right. really, if it's Sam Darnold or the Niners going to stay Think no, the Seahawks should be good. Imagine if that's the football. Well, then and then, and only then, will I finally back off. Full I was going to 
would be saturation. Maybe, maybe Martin was wrong about quarterback saturation. No. <laughs> All right. He's even wronger about the lion. A lion. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll uh, continue this uh, conversation off air about this, uh, who, which mascot's going to win in a fight. We'll be back. We have our plays of the day. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, play of the day for Thursday, Astros, Yankees. Astros 8-1 and one versus Yankees off a win in their last nine. I know some of those are playoff games, too. Clark Schmidt throwing for the Bombers, 439 ERA, and even worse, 1.38 home runs allowed per nine innings. Not good against this Astros lineup. Tucker, Bregman, Alvarez, and the red-hot Chas McCormick, I think, make short work of Schmidt. Houston takes it 6-3. That is my play of the day. Martin, what you got for Thursday? I am taking the over in the Hall of Fame game. Oh. Give me give me Zach Wilson. This will probably be the last time I ever get to bet on or against him. I can't miss it now. And plus, I mean, realistically speaking, generally, we're not seeing NFL-level quarterbacks. I mean, starting quarterbacks in this league. I mean, this mm-hmm. type of game. Like, I, the Kellen Mond thing I think about is when Mike Zimmer was like, I watch him in practice every day. That's why he's not playing. Right. <laughs> it's just in there. Burrowed. But I mean, Zach Wilson, like like Dave said, it's a big moment for him. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. You know what I'm saying? The BYU is supposed to be the Mormon Mahomes. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe just maybe a Tom Benson Hall of Fame stadium in Canton, Ohio. He pulls it together for at least two quarters, scores three touchdowns. And that's how it goes over. All right. Yeah, I don't want to crap on your pick. And the odds probably, I'm sorry, the trends probably indicate that I'm wrong about this. But the, the overs in these Hall of Fame games, or these preseason games in general, it is tough to get to. Now, I know they adjusted the line to 33 and a half, so it's not a crazy haul. But just long drives, coaches, seems like conservative game plans with, with bad quarterbacks. You just have to hope that they're really bad and turn the ball over, Martin. And then you'll, uh, then you'll be all right. But uh, 33 and a half. All right, check. What if Sal could become, and you're well on your way, don't get me wrong, if you could be the John Harbaugh of preseason <laughs> gambling, like you just always win, like like you did two years ago with Thursday mm-hmm. Night Football, but now your focus is August. That's your Super Bowl is it August. It would be interesting to not make a bet during the regular season, just try to load up and make a... <laughs> Make it all yeah. on the free, or just get yourself yeah. deep in the black before just <laughs> September even arrives. Like I'm so far ahead, you know what right. I do when, when it's preseason <laughs> time. That's my time to shine. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, who's was I wrong three? about that baby face about the the line? Is uh is it thirty one and a half? Uh, I saw it both, but I can't know you 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 are right. No, it's thirty four. Come on, don't do that. Uh, okay, Shaq, go ahead. It's thirty four. Oh, yeah, okay. thirty four. Yeah, because yeah. once we start getting down to thirty one, that that just points to right, how yeah. silly this entire thing. I'm thirty four ain't great either. All right, last time we came, it's I don't know how you two did. Um, in our play of the day, Damashek won in both his uh, survive play and his live play. I told uh-huh. you to play the I told you to play the buckos if you really wanted to live it up. They right. won, as I told you they would. And I, t- I told you to play it safe. You're a little little more cautious. That one came through too. escapes my memory who I told you that was. But oh, it was the Braves uh, laying the run and a half with uh, Spencer Strider that came right. through with the greatest of ease. I'm going to say it again here. You want to you want to survive? You want to get by? You want to make uh, put a little money in your wallet? Well, here you go. Shohei Otani is pitching for the Halos at home against the Mariners, a fine ball club, but Brian Wu is a jag. He's just a guy. <laughs> He's the 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 M's have lost what? his last 5 starts. All right. Shohei Otani is the player of the century. Run and a half for the Halos at home once again. Plus 130 is the payout there. Nice. That's a good that's nice. You want to live a little bit, though? How about the Pittsburgh Pirates out there in Milwaukee? Ugh. Big spot for Mitch Keller. They held on to him. There was a lot of stuff. They're going to trade Mitch Keller, and that's mm-hmm. going to be another pulling of the plug of the Pirates as they're trying to build towards something. They didn't trade him. They didn't trade their closer, David Bednar, either. They kept him. The Bucks are building towards something. They're feeling good right now. Mitch Keller on the hump, on the money line is even money. I think that's a good play against the Brewers or no great shakes. No one is in that division. I think you can safely play. By the way, the Buccos, seven and five by their measure, pretty good since uh, the All-Star break. Uh, you sullied a nice Otani bet. Okay, I just gave you a live bet. I say if you want to live, bet the Buccos. You want to survive? The Halos are fine. Live live like as in disgraceful live. Yeah, the live tour. Um, Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I, I had the Angels as the big winners of the trade deadline just for holding on to that guy. I you agree know, with you. See, we were right. We were right about yeah. that, right, Sal? That that's the yes. smart thing to do yeah. spiritually. And whatever well, the Mets are doing with these players. Now now they have a, a, a team that nobody in the world recognizes. But uh, go ahead, Martin. I'll just, you know, we'll see how it works, you know, this fall with the Angels. Mm-hmm. Like, I, everybody just like, you want to be the guy who trades Otani? It's like, well... Are you going to be the guy who lets him walk for nothing? Yeah. That right. might be, <laughs> you might be there. So, like, I get it. You know, it was rock hard place, but, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Spiritually, Dave, maybe. Financially, in terms of wins well, and losses, we'll see how that works. It'll be a sad statement about humanity or, like, not doing the right thing doesn't always work out. Mm-hmm. Um, if he winds up with Seattle. So you have to watch him play in your division for the next 10 years. Right. That'll be that'll be a tough pill to swallow. Like, we could have traded him. Yeah, another tough pill, though, as, as we move on to another sport here. The Women's World Cup. Uh, the U.S. women, boy, they, they have uh, Carly Lloyd is all over them. It's like, doesn't like they were taking pictures after the game. They were dancing. They had a draw, and they advanced to the the 16 as a second place team in their group. And now they play Sweden on Sunday. Somehow, somehow Martin were favored like minus 200 to advance to the round of eight when Sweden outscored, I don't know crap, but Sweden outscored opponents nine to one, including shutouts versus Argentina and Italy, which seemed to be big name soccer countries. Are you even watching this? I think it's middle of the night. I don't even think they're going to let us watch it. It's in the middle of the night. No, I'm not watching it. And I just, 
you know, we do this every four years. Drop in on either the men's or the women's World Cup, and it's like, wait a minute. We haven't paid attention to this for four years. How come we suck? Right. Maybe that's why. You know, it's just, you know, it's okay. Other people, they, we got football, actual mm-hmm. football, real football. Not this, you know, footy, run around, kick the ball stuff over there they're doing in the middle of the night in Singapore or wherever the hell the it's Women's not, World Cup is. Singapore. No, yeah. it's the Hall of Fame game tonight, damn it. All right, good. I won't I won't speak anymore on a check unless you have You've something changed. to say. You've changed, Martin. Oh, a month ago, you would have been all over this, but now it's football. You've gotten snobby about right. uh, your betting. Cha- He's your got choices. his overbetting. All right. How good. much, Sal? How much does the American action swing that number, though? I got. You know, I, I, I have to. You're think big that it, on this, Shaq, and how much? How many times the the odds are baked into the jersey? And I think this is a classic case of that. I mean, I'm just going by again. I don't know anything, but Sweden nine to one. <laughs> against decent teams, U.S. barely survived. They What's struggled. Sweden's total population? I mean, like uh, how many how many uh, rooters in uh, in Sweden are putting something down on oh, that I see. team oh, versus betting, it. betting? Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they're loading up. Yeah, so this should be closer to probably even. And I don't even. I was even surprised that they were favored at all. The U.S. I like Sweden getting a half a goal in regulation, which means they could draw or win before they have extra time. Um, minus 140 is uh, going to be my pick. So uh, I'm rooting for Good bet. Ladies, I, I love it. They, yeah, yeah. USA. It but as Martin said, check, football's here. Actually, 35 days until real kickoff, or whatever it'll be by then. I think they'll call it a kickoff. Greatest 35s, 35 days, greatest 35s. Only came up with like two that I could remember really football. Oh, this is the worst. You know, I think we've landed on we we've also discussed the most aesthetically pleasing and the worst numbers to wear. Just like we right. don't know anything about it. Just like how does it look? Every time we do you? this, it's the worst number. How could that be? Thirty five. It is funny that that's true. Like yeah, we did thirty seven. <laughs> thirty five. I mean, like I don't know if there's a, a real really a number with less history attached to uh-huh. it in pro football than 35. John Henry Johnson, Delton Hall. I mean, yeah. who the hell? Earl Okoye. Campbell wore it for a second. I mean, right. there's no, Okoye. nothing. Okoye for the Chiefs. Neil Anderson, I think, for the Bears. Neil Anderson um, deserves a shout-out because history moved past him. He did what is, you know, nominally one of the toughest things to do in the world, which is replace a legend. He took over for sweetness and was great. Neil Anderson. He uh-huh. was great for a couple few years for Chicago. And I mean, I, I dare say, I'm not trying to bear, but I dare say Martin and spaghetti and, uh, and meatballs don't even, have never even heard the name Neil Anderson. Let me tell you something, how, how you don't realize how great Neil Anderson is, but Harry's monstrous brother, his half wit brother, you know, 300, 350 pounds, 700 pounds. I don't know what it was. So I had a girlfriend in college and, um, you know, we'd get back late from the bars at uh, like two 30 in the morning, Saturday night into Sunday, uh, we stayed in the same room. I'm going to, I'll tell you that, but it, it's Ugh. important to the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But then Ugh. Harry's brother, who was an ice fisher would come in at five 50 to six in the morning. I don't know if somehow he had a key or we left the door open or something and he would play Sega Genesis at the foot of our bed. Now we're on like three hours sleep and he stinks to high hell of fish Ugh. and he is playing his beloved bears and screaming every time Neil Anderson scores and he'll turn around and, and, you know, my girlfriend at the time was like, what is wrong with you? He's like, what is wrong with you? Neil Anderson has 535 yards rushing. And uh, and she got up and left and eventually got <laughs> up and left for good. 
Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> that's the greatness of Neil well, Anderson. If he was, if you were complaining about him smelling like the fish, what do you think the fish were saying back in the sea? <laughs> exactly. You smell like Harry's brother. Get away from me. Uh, Martin Durant is 35, right? I'm now I'm going to other sports. That's yeah. Uh, JD historically is 35. I'm not, yeah. we're seven now, but he's right, 35 right. for a long time. Baseball had some good 35s. Ricky Henderson, right? Uh, Verlander. He used to be a Met. Frank no. Thomas, the big Ricky. Hurt. Ricky was 35. Wasn't he on some? Wasn't Maybe he? it was somewhere. I don't think I, I think of Ricky as 24. Am I wrong? Right. I think that's yeah, him. When it was he the, 35 with the, though? With the athletics. Yeah. Uh, Spaghetti, your guy is 35. Rangers goalie before your time a little bit. Uh, what's his name? Richter. Bob right? Rose, Van Beesbrook. Mike, Mike Richter. Oh, Mike Richter. Right, yeah, right. Richter's 35, have his jersey. Yeah, and Spaghetti points out Aeneas Williams too. Yeah, all right. 35 days. Us we'll get Edwards, there. current Raven running back. Where's <laughs> 35, I believe. It's getting bad. Uh, all right, go U.S. women. Figure something out this Sunday. Uh, I don't think we'll be watching. They'd not make it easy for us. And listen to Sheck and Hench and, oh, Chris Long. That was a fun episode on Minus 3. Oh, it was a great one with uh, the Shecky Award winner because, I mean, because he's rangy. He's a three-dimensional mm-hmm. man, you understand. He's not just there to talk ball. He, right. he he gave Spaghetti good, I mean, not just advice about marital. marriage. Yeah. But good, solid marital advice. That was great. We talked about all of it. We talked about how bad it would suck to have to sleep in a dorm mm-hmm. for a month because you're on a football team. He experienced it. He supported my side of things. Yeah, great conversation. Yeah, and the the best part is the three of you showered um, nude, right? You didn't even have to put shorts on after the podcast. That's a new uh, <laughs> Sheck rule, preseason rule. Have you ever heard of that before? My, just because we didn't talk. My we did boy. Talk about it. Yeah, I think you did talk. Was that before? It was on this show? Well, it might have been before. I, I can't even tell what's uh, before or after. My boy is playing football in freshman yeah. year. Is is mm-hmm. a, you know joint and and they're doing the summer camp and they had the two night sleepover in the basketball gymnasium and all yeah. of that. And he's walking through it for me because it's a new experience and everything. And at some point, it comes up with the shower. Like everybody wore their their boxers into the shower, and I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell? And I guess I see his side of it. He's like, that'd be real weird if everybody was in there together nude, right? Yeah. And I'm like. I guess that would be weird if you didn't, but that was the only choice that we were ever given, right? When did this start? Boxer shorts? I don't shorts? know. We'd never, if this is after a game, like after a game, we wouldn't shower practice. We would just go home. I'm trying to think. At camp, at camp, I guess we'd have to shower, but not with guys. I feel like uh, you could get there alone. After a game, you got right on the bus if you were on the road. In a home game, I would go home. I don't know. But uh, if I had my way now, I'd wear a nice tan suit like Martin is right now in the shower. One hundred percent showered uh, uh, every day at high school. We had practice in the morning. Then really? we showered. We, but it was not. Wasn't bringing an extra pair of drawers. The one you thing were I hanging brain in there with your friends, right? Absolutely. Just a pair of flip flops. You know, so you don't want to get athlete's foot. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in there just hanging out. Different time. Different time. All right. There you go. Listen to Chris Long and uh, Sheck minus three. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please, please, for God's sakes, remember, you're all my favorites. 